Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you to our radio broadcast that I pray will be a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I believe will be a blessing to you that's called recovery and restoration. Something that God wants to do for every child of God, including me and you. As children of God, it's important that we come to know a very important fact about our Father. That is, that He's a God of recovery and restoration. What a good God we've got. And what a wonderful opportunity that He's presented to us to have everything restored to us that rightfully belongs to us. That's the kind of God we love and trust. The kind of God who not only saved us from hell's fire, but restoring everything that the devil stole from us is also his desire. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Praise God. If you got your Bible, which I invite you to turn to Joel chapter 2, we're going to begin reading at verse 21. It says, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit, the fir tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten. The canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am the, in the midst of the Israel and that I am the Lord your God. And none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. Recovery and restoration. Recovery and restoration. Where God will restore to you and me the years that the devil devoured. For some of us, the decades that the devil devoured. It'll be a year where God's people will be, will see restoration. And a year where they're going to see recovery. So let me explain what both of those are. Let's start with recovery. The de- uh, definition for recovery, first one I'm going to give you, is the regaining of or possibility of regaining something lost or taken away. The regaining of or possibility of regaining something lost or taken away. See, there are things and or people that have been lost and or taken away in your lives that God is going to cause the be regained in your life or at the very least a possibility of regaining why possibility because this is all going to be based on faith 
This is all going to be based on our trust in him. It's all going to be based on our not moving based upon what we see or what we hear, but moving based upon what God dropped in here. That thought that he placed inside of me and you, that idea, that concept that he placed inside of me and you. He wants us to be able to receive that thing that he said to me and you so that he can be able to manifest in our lives the things that he said that he will do. He's going to restore some things to me and you. Things have been lost. People have been lost who are supposed to be in our lives right now that are not in our lives right now because they're all living death that they call life right now. But God's about to do a restoration in Jesus name. Recovery. Second definition means restoration or return to any former or better state or condition. Restoration or return to any former or better state or condition. Where God's going to restore and return people, return things, and or return conditions to either a state that is formerly what is what it was prior to that happening in our lives, the state that it was in prior to that happening in our lives, or to a better state or condition than it was before. To the point that not only will he snatch back from the devil what the devil took from me and you to be able to give that back to me and you, but he's going to really slap the devil in his face by doing better for us than what we had, even when he came and took it from me and you. Somebody say better. Amen. Because we, we serve a God that's better. Praise God. Everything about him is better. And he wants things to be even better for me and you this time around. One of the reasons why it's going to be better is not just because of what he's going to do for me and you. It's because we're going to have a greater appreciation for what it is that he just did for me and you. Because, baby, when you walk without it, but then you get it back, you start feeling a little bit better. You treat it a little bit better and you deal with it a little bit better than you did before. Get ready to receive so much more. Because God's going to restore and return people and things as well as conditions to either a state that is formerly was in before, prior to the devil doing what he did in the middle of our lives, or a better state of condition than it was even before he did what he did in our lives. Third definition for recovery is an improvement in the economy, marking the end of a recession or decline. An improvement in the economy. Marking the end of a recession or a decline. Now, this end of a recession or decline, I ain't talking about the one in the natural world. I'm not talking about them. This isn't going to, this isn't going to, because this one, this one I'm talking about right here, he ain't going to rain on the just and the unjust. This one, he going to rain on the just. Somebody say just us. Hey Amen. That's the justice that's going to be involved. It's going to be just us. Because there's some that's going to do what he say. There's some that's not going to do what he say. There's some that's going to walk in his way. There's some that's not going to walk in his way. No wonder Satan was trying to bring dumb teaching through the church just before this happened so to get all of us to not walk the way we're supposed to. But some of us ain't going out like that. Some of us are not ignorant of Satan's devices. And some of us are going to be able to receive what God has in store for us, and that's all the nicest. It's an improvement in the economy marking the end of a recession or a decline. God's going to cause the end of economic decline to happen for you at this time. That's why we ought to bless the Lord right now. He's going to cause the end of an economic decline to happen. Many people's finances, if the truth was anyone they're told, is getting lower and lower and lower. To the point that it might be sustained for a while and then it gets lower. God said, I'm about to change that. I'm about to take you higher and higher and higher. That's his desire. He's going to cause an improvement in your economy, 
that'll recover you financially. It'll bring restoration your way. Which brings me to the definitions for restoration. Because it's a a recovery and a restoration. Restoration, first definition, means the act of restoring, renewal, revival, or reestablishment. It's the act of restoring, renewal, revival, or reestablishment. God is going to restore things to the way they were before. He's going to restore things to the way they were before. He's going to renew things that became old, useless, or lost to me and you. Things that were old have become old, useless, and lost to me and you. That even includes many of the things that he told you to do as a Christian. Many things that he told you, to, ways to conduct yourself as a Christian. For many of you, it's got old to you. It's got useless to you. You really don't do the things that he say do. Well, God's going to put a renewal on the inside of you uh, to, to relight the fire and desire to do what God wants you to do and live this thing out like he wants you to do so that he can be able to do in your life everything he wants to do. Where God is going to revive in you things that are no longer alive in you, that he wants to be alive in you so that he can do some things that he wants to do both with and for me and you. He's about to revive some things in you, some things that you used to be fired up to do, but you ain't fired up to do no more. Get ready for the light to match and stuff like that and to match the light where it's going to light up one more. Praise God. And you're going to look up and you're going to be more on fire than you was before because he's going to restore it to a condition greater than it was before. You thought you used to be on fire. You ain't seen a fire. Because there's a Holy Ghost fire that's going to drop. And for some folk, it ain't going to stop. It's just going to stoke and stoke and stoke some more. Until God splits the sky and comes through the door for more. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hot to the bullshit to the bullshit. It's going to be a reestablishment of things that just went away from you. But he's about to go get them. Bring them back and hand them back to you. The word restoration, second definition, means a return of something to a former, original, normal, or unimpaired condition. It is the return of something to a former, original, normal, or unimpaired condition. Well, God is going to return some things to their former conditions. That includes also former positions. Not just former conditions, former positions. Because some of us did some things we should have never done. Some of us made some moves that we should have never made. Some of us conducted ourselves in ways that we know we shouldn't have done. Or didn't know that we shouldn't have done, did it, and then look back at it and say, Oh man, what in the world did I do? And the devil looked at you and said you threw. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, The devil is a liar. Because God's about to relight the fire and restore positions that people had before, too. To be able to show the devil you don't run nothing. That the gifts and callings are without repentance. That I'm still going to use those people to do what I said do. That I'm still going to use those people to do everything that I called them to do. Is anybody hearing me up in here? God is going to return some things to the way that they were originally intended to be. God's going to recover things from the abnormal and return them to the normal for both you and me. I said he's going to take some folk from the abnormal. Whereas you know they were living wrong. You know they were, because they was living wrong strong. But you're going to look up 
and God's going to straighten them up. And then he's going to put them right back in the race. And he says, because of my glorious grace. Now go do what I sent you to do. And they're going to do it with a fire and a desire that's going to surpass many of you. Because they know how wrong they were. They know that they were in the natural, ineligible to do a thing that God wanted them to do. But God still chose to use them. Clean them up, buff them up, shine them up. And then sent them out to do what he said do. They're going to be some some straight up warriors. They're going to be some straight up people. You know I'm talking about you. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's the second definition of restoration. Third definition of restoration is a restitution of something taken away or lost. The restitution of something taken away or lost. Where God is going to cause restitution of things that were taken away or lost. Restitution. Now, many people don't use the word restitution. So a lot because they ain't never had a restitution. But let me tell you what a restitution is so that you can know what to look for in this restitution. The word restitution means reparation made by giving an equivalent or compensation for loss, damage, or injury caused. It is a reparation. Come on, y'all. It's a, it's a reparation. Some of y'all can, some of y'all can feel that word right there. It's a reparation made by giving an equivalent or a compensation for loss, damage, or injury caused. Where God is going to give reparation by giving us compensation for losses, damages, and injuries experienced by us. Which means not only will we get our stuff back, but God's going to cause punitive damages to be paid too. Not only are we going to get our stuff back, but he's going to cause punitive damages to be paid too. Many times in the court case, the stuff was only amounting to so much. But then they said, and for punitive damages. That's when they get that big whopping number after that. Because they wanted to punish the person that did that and make them pay. Somebody say, make them pay, Lord. Make them pay. We'll either be compensated by getting back that which was lost, damaged, or injured, or the equivalent. Well, God will give us the equivalent back. Next definition for restitution is restoration of property or rights previously taken away, conveyed, or surrendered. Restoration of property or rights previously taken away, conveyed or surrendered where there were rights that you had or should have had that were either taken away from you or surrendered by you where God's going to restore and return them to you. Rights to be with people is going to come back to you. Rights to be with for them people to be with you. It's going to come back to you. Some of y'all, the door has been closed for years. And you've been crying many salty tears. God said, I'm going to dry your eye so that you can open your eye and see the ones you've wanted to see for years. Because some of us, it was taken. Some of us surrendered it. We gave it up. But we're going to look up and God's going to give it back. 
because you're his. Third definition for restitution. I got to give you these definitions so that you can understand what's going to happen. Third definition for for restitution is restoration to the former or original state or position where God is going to restore things the way that they should have been. Restoration to a former or original state of position where God is going to restore things to where they should have been. To where they should have been before the devil did what he did. Another definition for restoration. I'm off of restitution. Now I'm on restoration. I'm back to restoration. Another definition for restoration is a putting back into former position, dignity, etc., etc., etc. A putting back into former posi- into a former position, dignity, etc., etc., etc. Well, some of you lost your former positions for whatever reasons. Some were wronged, and the positions were taken from you. Well, others of you did wrong and the position was taken from you. But regardless of the reason, this is the season for restoration. Regardless of the reason, this is the season for restoration. Well, God's going to bring restoration to your life. He's going to bring restoration to your husband and your wife. God's going to bring restoration to you. And re-put you back in the position that was supposed to be you. Turn to Revelation chapter 21. Now, God ain't new at this. God do stuff like this. That's all part of being God. He he in charge. He do what he want to when he want to. That's including make things new. God can make all things new. Revelation chapter 21. Let's begin reading at verse 1. It says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain. Why? For the former things are passed away. And we've already learned that he made all things new. See, God is good at this new thing. He's good at making things new. He can be able to take something that's jacked up, toe up, messed up gone and make it brand new. John been to Jerusalem, was always has seen Jerusalem. But when he looked up and saw this new Jerusalem, he's talking about what you look at here. It was more fabulous than he had ever seen it before. That's why I said it was adorned as a bride that's coming for her groom. Praise God that's going to get ready to get hooked up with her groom. On them wedding days, folk be like shocked. Sometimes before the wedding day, you be like, you going to marry her? Are you going to marry him? But you see him on that marriage day, you be like, all right, I see what you saw. Praise God. Maybe I'm the only one think like that sometimes. Praise God. Amen. You like, man, you clean up good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because a lot of times we don't really get a chance to see the thing like it should be. We don't get the chance to see the thing like it ought to be. We see it like it just is, which is less like this world we live in. We're looking at a world that is not the world that we're supposed to be living in. This world is tainted with sin. 
And right now you can't tell the difference between the two, but wait till you see the new. You're going to be like, O.C., 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 would you look at this thing that's sitting here before me? We're going to see water the way it's supposed to be. Crystal blue, whereas you can look straight through to the wild, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the fish and stuff that's swimming up under there looking at me and you. That we can be able to look through the skies and see things like they're supposed to do. With all, all this ragweed and all this pollen and all this filth and all this dust and dirt in the air. We're going to be able to see it like it really is supposed to be up in there. We're going to be able to hear things the way it's supposed to be heard. Praise God. Why is that? Because all the sin ain't going to be in this world. And you're going to hear that every night the stars sing another song to you. Because they give off a harmonic uh, uh, frequency that we don't even hear right now because we're in sin. Praise God. But when their sin is gone, we're going to be able to hear that every night they sing another song because they're in a different position. And because they're in a different position, they're going to put out a new melody for us each and every night and serenade you to sleep at night. We're going to be able to see things the way it's supposed to be because it ain't the way it ought to be. But God said, I can make it back the way it's supposed to be because I'm the creator thing in the first place. How about your life? You've been living a life that ain't the life that he intended you to live. You've been living a life that's less than the one that God gives. God said, I came that you might have life. You receive the first part if you're born again. And that's, and that's you know, the way you're born again. But he said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Now, we have life instead of death. But we still got a life that's filled with death. We, got, we, we, we have life instead of death in terms of eternal death. But we still have a life that's filled with temporary death. Poverty, sickness, disease, all kind of things that makes life no ease. All kind of things going on that ain't supposed to. Come on now. Can't even make ends meet sometimes. Can't even find the ends to be able to see if we can meet them too. But God said, I'm about to make things new for you. So that you could begin to see what it was always supposed to be. To be a person that's walking with me. Acts chapter 3, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Now, I'm going to get as much of this out today as I can. Praise God. Acts chapter 3. Hallelujah. Because he dumped it on me. Now I get to dump it on you. Praise God. Somebody said, dump on. Now sometimes people be thinking like, well see that, that you talking about that thing in the future right there. You just read that out of Revelations. That's something that's going to happen in the future. Okay. Acts chapter 3 verse 19. It says in verse 19, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. When when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God had spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Since the times of restitution. Now, the word restitution right there means reconstitution. That word restitution right there means reconstitution. I like that. Praise God. Because God's going to reconstitute your life. He's going to reconstitute your life. Well, what is reconstitution? The word reconstitution means to store to its former or natural state or a semblance of it as by the addition of water to a concentrate. Whereas it's there, but it's not there because there's something else that needs to be added. Like, for instance, praise God, they used to have these, you know, different types of food that was dried. And you look at them, you're like, okay, amen. They tell you this is, this is, this is a, a apple, for example. 
You're like, okay, don't look like any apple I ever ate. But then you added water to it and that water revived it until after that. Then you take a bite after it, after that. And you're like, wow, this isn't even the same thing that I just tasted a minute ago. For some of you, Christianity is even dry. Your life has been dry. You even taste it and say, was this it? But God said, look, what I'm going to do is I'm going to add some water to what I've given you, which is going to reconstitute what it is that I put in you. Because when he moved on the inside of you, he deposited everything in you already necessary for you to be able to live the life that he wants you to live. But now he's going to send you folk that's going to water you. That's going to reconstitute in your life everything that was dried up, everything that was powdery, flaky. It's going to reconstitute it in such a way as it's going to come back to life and you're going to say, wow, now this is life. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hopefully you'll come to know our God is a God who's capable of causing or regaining, or at the very least a possibility of regaining the things and or the people that have been lost and or taken away in our lives. And more importantly, I hope that you'll let God be a God who regains for you the things and or the people that have been lost and or taken away in your lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 that's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it to you ASAP. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.